AF eloquence is made in the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and we recognise that sovereignty was never ceded. Time for a treaty. Ah. Hello and welcome to AF Eloquence, the show where we are eloquent AF, sometimes about all things football. My name is Bart Welch. And my name is Emil Freund. I think we built some nice tension in that introduction, Bart. I thought, yeah. uh, you know, much like the season and round one, we were kind of ready for it. And then before we knew it, it was upon us. Yeah, and we didn't and, you know, know who sure, to take we, the lead. <laughs> Yeah, right. And much, much like, uh, much like the Bulldogs in in uh, the first quarter, much like the Blues in the first quarter, it took us a little moment to get going. Once yeah. we did, now we've gotten going. <laughs> now we're flying. Stop us now, yeah. yeah. Forty seconds <laughs> in, we can't be stopped. Can't um, be stopped. Yeah, I did a little. I had a little St Kilda moment at the start. You know, I was like a deer in, uh, the, in the headlights and didn't know whether I should lead, you should lead. But the ball was you know. coming your way. Didn't know whether to go or not. Check your head over it. Oh no! But will he be? Uh, will he be paid uh, if he gets high contact, or is that you know below the knees? I don't know anymore. It's all so hard. There's too many and rules. If I do, I'll probably just get off at the tribunal because it, yeah. it is Tuesday, the twenty second of March. It's nine thirty p.m. Hot off the presses, but we got a couple of tribunal. Uh, cases, verdicts have come through and a couple of uh, one-game suspensions have been turned to um, just fines. So oh, Willie okay. Rioli's big bump. Yeah. Um, oh, High-flying Willie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he he left the ground and turned his back and smashed into Matt Rowell's head. And yet yeah. it wasn't a free kick at the time. And I was watching this game and I thought that is – crazy that it's not a free kick part of me was oh, like a oh, little bit of home ground into bias his head, right and yeah he hip, did like, his hip it has to be it had to be high, <laughs> high contact. all the things they say like front on contact high contact yeah. uh turning your body to make contact to protect yourself not looking where the ball's coming these are the things that we've kind of come to learn about the tribunal and what they look for and yet play and on yet, sir play 15 on. play on yeah, yeah i don't know I feel like there'd been a number of free kicks to the Gold Coast to that point, and I want—I just wonder if a little bit of that. I want to be loved, the umpire. I want to be loved. I'm sick of oh, being yeah. booed at the Boo Factory. Yeah, you want everyone and, to cheer your name. Um, oh, oh, Matt Stevick. <laughs> oh, this Matt is Stevick. a marginable call. I just um, there's a line yeah, ball. Go nah, home just, crowd, baby. Play on, play That's on. where the advantage comes in. Twenty year old might have a really bad concussion, but play on. It's all yeah. fair play. Maybe that was the inspiration that Matt Rowell needed, though, because even though he copped a big Willy Rioli hip bone in the face, he went on to have like career best numbers pretty much across every stat, and that's sure pretty. Did. That's a that's a pretty high mark for someone who came in and was already getting kind of career high numbers from the from the get go. Uh, in terms yeah. of most most players, don't uh, get those kind of figures. Polled nine Brownlow votes in his first what four games I think before getting injured something, something like, like that. that. It was ridiculous. It was a full well, Brownlow run from the get go. It, it is good that he's back and I'm and I'm happy about it. Uh, also happy about uh, the fact that we're back, but we are back yeah. for round two. Um, back and COVID couldn't. COVID couldn't. Uh, COVID could keep us apart, but it couldn't keep us digitally apart. That's if, right. If um if you're not within 
uh, our group of friends and some of you will be, some of you won't, uh, but has not been able to come down to Victoria and enjoy the, enjoy the fruits of the festival of football. Yeah. It got but, me when we were a little doing, sore throat. We were talking about, yeah, when we were doing week. the pod, I reckon I, uh, <laughs> it was like, we did this at like eight o'clock or something last Tuesday night. And that was yeah. when I was like touch and go. I felt, you know, very fine, except for the, the most minor of sore throats. And obviously when we talked at the time, I was doing rats, rat tests and like was waiting for Wednesday to maybe do a PCR if it got any worse through the night. And I reckon five, six hours after we did the pod, feeling fine, edited the pod, mm. got it done, all good. Laying in bed, just starting to sweat and have like mild fevers. I was like, oh, this is not a sore oh, throat. Oh, oh no. God, my Lord. This isn't just excitement for round one. No, <laughs> this isn't pre-round one nerves. This is uh, this is the thing I've been avoiding for two years. Um, but it got me good. It got me at a perfect time uh, <laughs> right before a trip down to see all the friends and beloved ones and the biggest love of all, the football. But the football. you know what? There's a silver lining for everything, Mealy. And I got to see even more games of football than I was probably going to see because I was home isolating. So indeed, like better to have done it this week. In some respects, I would have, you know, I'm sure you would have, and I would have loved to have you here for the games. But at least during the week, you had, you know, nine games to keep you occupied, and and then yeah. countless periphery spin-off shows, good, bad, or indifferent. Exactly. They were there for your consumption for if you wanted them. Yeah, and consume them I did. And if it was a week <laughs> earlier, you know, I wouldn't have had any football over the weekend. So it right. did remind me, it was, I had little flashbacks to lockdown 2021 being like alone in this house watching football from my couch, <laughs> which was a bit a bit of a dud way to, to, to open things up. But I knew it, was, it wasn't an endless thing with, you know, well, no end in sight kind of lockdown styles. It was a clear thing where I have a few more days and it's Wednesday's freedom day for me this time around. So there was, there was an end insight and it was it was very manageable and i had the foosball so you might have you know, saved yourself fun. a little heartache as well by uh, oh, not totally. having to get to that st kilda game on, oh, uh, on yeah. friday night it was kind of good to be able to hide away in my hovel and um you know let it affect me and, and me only no one else had to feel the you know my abrasive edges after uh, taking such a frustrating l as is the way st kilda play mm. <laughs> and uh, what they do to the fans um, yeah, we, we might as well uh, go on. Let's that, get right? like, let's, let's get into let's that. Get a, yeah. Let's get the negative out of the way first, <laughs> and then we can lean into the positive. Yeah, on the blue side. Ra- of the, Rao. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, blues. yeah, yeah. More Matt Rao talk. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. It was um, it was unfortunately all of the all of the negative talk and all of the like insecurities about the list and the team all came to fruition in the worst way and kind of validated every like comment, all the David Kings and the Damien Barretts of the world were like very much vindicated with uh, or validated with, with their opinions because we dished up exactly the kind of shit that they worried about. And I don't think it is, there's not a lot to blame there apart from, um, like it's nothing to do with like, oh, but the injuries are like, no, nah, the injuries don't, there's only a few in, there's only a few, it's not a lot. There's only four or five or something. And yeah, it's in the uh, weakest part of the ground, the midfield where we're losing those players, but there was, didn't look like there was any change in the game plan from last year. Did the same kind of stuff, fumbly under Collingwood's pressure. Collingwood was the bottom four side last year. I know they had debutants and a new coach and they're playing a different style. They're going more up the corridor and less of that sideways football. But like we weren't playing bloody, you know, the premiers or anything. It was Collingwood. So, but no, geez, man, we, uh, we looked awful. Um, and I hope, 
I'd love to be able to put it down to the first round and it's that whole first round thing, you know, give them a chance and we'll be all good. But it doesn't feel that way. Jeez, it doesn't feel that way. It was a very disappointing loss and it well could be a long season for the Saints. Um, yeah. And an interesting one in all the wrong reasons. Again, Emil, which is 10 years straight. <laughs> Maybe doesn't more. feel good, does it? A, a, a nah, loss like that when, mm. when you've been waiting so keenly for the season to, to – and I had I I know exactly how you feel. Not oh, yeah, this week, do. perhaps, but most other weeks and most other years, I know exactly yeah, how you feel. Many, many, many and years of it. I was at, I was at the game, uh, and it was man, it was just it was so disappointing. It was it was really disheartening the way that they just didn't turn up. Oh, just it's uh, weird, wasn't it's, it? The lack of connection and, and I yeah, think, the lack of connection. Know, that's the thing. Like it's like there's definitely some players that were like really cracking in and giving it their all, which is great. Oh, there was effort. There, there was, was like effort. Three people who did it. At least there was more right. effort here. But the the disconnect between the the lines was um immense. Like I don't know how long we have been bombing the ball onto our forwards' heads. Uh, I feel like it's been like 15 years or something. Like the last time right. we weren't doing that is when Rewalt was like 21 or something. You know, like and even then. That was probably because we had Robert Harvey and Lenny Hayes and some like absolute A graders like Brownlow medalists and Norm Smith medalists in the team. It's and since since then I, I feel like you know we get players like Brad Hill in to be like that that disposal by foot into the, into the forward fifty and then we and we're like playing him in the back line and just getting him sure. touches and oh, no man it's uh it's not not Brad Hill's fault um, but there's just many many pieces that. That are wrong at the moment. Uh, yeah. There's too too little left to too few, perhaps, and yes. a few, few too many role players out there. And you oh, know, I some, I also like fat to trim there, dude. Some tr- just just mm. as a little bit of as just a little bit of like tempering that because it is round one. Like I know, I know how hard it can be after a performance like that. But oh, for we'll me, I also on. saw yeah. I also mm. saw like uh, a team that was playing a completely new game style in Collingwood mm. and it worked man it that worked but not only that not only that they were prepped for the Saints in the way they played and you're right the Saints were trying to play the same way as they did last year and 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 Collingwood came in with the perfect strategy to counter that and then St Kilda were scrambled from there and and just couldn't regather and couldn't and didn't have didn't have a game plan to to counter this new Collingwood style because they totally. weren't expecting it, hadn't done the intel, or had never seen it. I don't know. Yeah, but there's we also like there's a, there's a strong coaching panel at Collingwood. You know, they got Lepper, they got Bolton, and and of course McRae, and they got that new energy about the place and a breath of fresh air and all that. Whereas, you know, if you're if you're on the Saints list, then you might well look at the the club and go, all right, well, what's what's changed in last year and you yeah, know like not a lot give it a crack but you don't get the same burst of like enthusiasm that a no. you know top top couple of draft pick like a like yeah, a tank will bring into on. your club yeah, yeah exactly. it's, it's a lot of excitement for them and, the, and it was a home ground for us and they like drowned us out in, in terms of fans you know it was actually looked like quite a vibe there like in terms of the numbers yeah, it was loud level. it was big it um, felt it felt it yeah, felt like a good rare, kind of rare for marvel it's only mm. a vacuous hole um but you're right, you know, they had that kind of fresh coach energy, fresh young player energy. And then once you, you know, if your game is on and you start you start clicking into gear and the other side's fumbling around and feeling the pressure of your game, you really thrive on that, right? And they started to thrive and, and then just role players for their side who were, you know, 20, 
21 year old players were like bagging goals from weird spots and it started to get to that you know and you're like why 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 don't mm. they miss why are they missing why are they why are they nailing all of these shots and then would go up the other end feel the pressure of like jack higgins lining up for his third sure. behind or something and you're like well i know where this is going like i can i can feel it i can read that you're nervous and you're gonna yeah. miss this kick and they got the I big like mo every time. Yeah, they got momentum. Massively, they got, the, they got they got confidence, and we pulled the crowd back, kept like, feeding geez. them, and they weren't. Like, yeah, yeah, it felt like they beat us by more than I think it was like seventeen points or something. But it felt like they were they were like thirty odd points ahead, which is, you know, pretty pretty piss poor. And yeah, we're such a wacky, inconsistent side that you know we'll probably come out next week and be amazing. Like that's what we do, but it's that's not what you want to be. You don't want to be an up and down roller coaster. But we have been that for kind of three or four years. When we've been mildly competitive again since about 2018 or something, we've been that side who can turn up on the day and be awesome but then equally be kind of appalling. And unfortunately, round one on Friday night, we chose to be the appalling St Kilda. Yeah. It's easy, to, it's easy isn't it, to, to uh, let it kind of deflate your balloon completely. Uh, but it is also Mate, don't I, forget round yeah. round one is one of the most strange rounds of any season ever. It always it's always it throwing up wild results. So it it's just the manner. Who isn't knows? It though? You know, who knows where to go? Yeah, we, we, you want to see if you, even if your team does lose in the first round, you do want to see him lose at least you know amicably or at least admirably, should I say? Yeah, and that that didn't feel that way. But 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 but. You, no. you don't know. It's a long, it's a, but, 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 it's a long time, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a, whole, a week is a long time, let alone a whole season, baby. Don't worry yeah, about just it. Just take it easy, man. <laughs> I just need to feel a little more. I think it's the COVID yeah. fog in my brain. I was, it's clogging me up up there, Amelia. I need to get out, out and about, breathe in, in the sitting fresh in your, air. Sitting in your <laughs> foggy Sydney. Festering <laughs> in my own, yeah. Sydney. Sweating. Apartment yeah. and stewing. Yeah, I've been yep. stewing merely. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, also, well. I was extra stewy and extra sweaty <laughs> and gross because, you know, they say when it rains, it pours. And it literally rained and poured on Friday night when the Saints were playing. And I had proper leaks and water, like flowing water, running down my walls behind the TV and had to, like, pause the game and do this whole fucking thing. And uh, simultaneously, I don't know if it happened then or if it was the night before, but my hot water cylinder, something happened to that. So I had no hot water from Friday night as well until today when they replaced the cylinder. So I've had like four or five days of no hot running water and water literally running into the house on and off when it rained. And I got to watch my dud team lose again from the comfort of my own isolated couch. <laughs> and it, uh, it, it nearly pushed yeah. me over to like a... Uh, a Batman villain style origin story. That was my <laughs> that was my uh, origin story. There, a Saints fan has just been pushed around one a few too many times. One too many the fallen, times. The fallen saint. The yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love that. You could be the new anti mascot. For yes. the St. Kilda Club, you come in and you just yes. fly kicking, you know, the bulldogs, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, polaxing Captain Carlton. Yeah, yeah, you I got like an Antichrist. This, this Antichrist. is nice. Yeah. Down. Sponsored by Dark Mofo. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, sponsored <laughs> by um, Ice Ice Break Coffee. Oh yeah, okay. The rival of Dare. Of course, um, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got like a uh, much like uh, GWS's um, charcoal Guernsey. We've got like right. an inverted, you know, evil Spider-Man styles, like evil St Kilda uh, yeah, Guernsey yeah. as well. 
the yellow you take one. The, <laughs> you take the halo off and throw it Captain America style at your enemies. <laughs> Razor sharp halo. Yeah. You want to you want to take him back to Seaford. Is yeah, yeah. That's right. right. The anti-saint. I think um <laughs> the sinner. <laughs> that Ooh. would the sinner. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. The sinner. I think this would give us more edge to be honest. I think we like often <laughs> lack a little bit of that sinner. And maybe it too is holy. someone above playing some some tricks, some holy tricks on us. Maybe we're a bunch of blasphemers, Emil, because we yeah, dare yeah. to name ourselves the saints. And uh, really, we need to do much like the demons, embrace the uh, the dark side, give them hell, Dees, and uh, we might break the curse and win a premiership like they did as the sinners. They did embrace the the, the hellfire, the, the brimstone. Maybe it's time. Get a bit of that. Get a bit of demon about you. Yeah, I think we should be doing a fire in the Ouija belly. boards and uh, getting out, um, what are they called? Penta... Uh, Pent- pentagrams pentagrams yeah <laughs> got a pentagram on the back yeah 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 you can you could you could try and raise Shane Warne from the dead to kind of reinvigorate the club maybe yeah, it's too it soon be, it, might too, it might be too soon but you know what maybe. mate the season's bloody started we need to do something yeah but so. if it wasn't too soon that'd be a saint thing to do Is it's too soon that's a sinner that's a cinema yeah 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 that's, that's, that's Fuck classic you. sinner nothing's yeah. too soon right <laughs> Yeah, I think we should pitch this to the club. I'm sure they would love to hear our thoughts on it. Mate, you could be a new ambassador. Yeah, the anti-ambassador. And, and that's, this is how you get away with all your violent acts because you've got um, you know, ambassadorial privilege. Yeah, diplomatic immunity. <laughs> diplomatic immunity. Yes. And speaking of hearing thoughts and diplomatic immunity, tell me yeah, yeah. about how you are feeling after. I've, I did bloody... feel untouchable after yeah? that win. I felt Yeah, yeah you feel like you could double uh, park in the air, city and not, not pay for your fines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like I could kick, kick a mascot and not, not face any repercussions for that. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Man, it was it was a real time. I haven't heard a crowd like that for the Blues uh, for a long time. Probably, yeah. probably, honestly, since we'd beaten them in that 2013 elimination final. That that was wow. maybe maybe the only kind of comparable uh, game I've been to that was like that. It was, wow. whoa, it was good. It was man, I that goal that Shea Bolton Shea Bolton kicked in the first quarter to put him 20 points up. I was like, well. You know, you did all right. Hear this. I remember this story. This is a familiar narrative, and nothing could have prepared me for what happened next. That was that was. Uh, I don't remember us taking over a a game like that in a long time. I don't know when. Just yeah. that was and sustaining it for the whole game. Yeah, and, and you like, know maybe maybe I overestimated Richmond. I had them kind of coming back into the. I think a few people. Might a lot have. of people did. And, yeah. Maybe a lot of people are reassessing that now, and that's maybe fair enough. But it is, uh, like you say, round one still, who knows? They still could, you know, take a little bit, yeah. time, bit of time to get into it. But it definitely doesn't seem as like the powerhouse dynasty club, club returning to form. It didn't feel like that, did it? No, no easy beats. They still got a lot of the, that same team and the same. Oh, boat, and they made us like, beat them. Like we would. Yeah, they exactly. Were, you didn't just walk your way through. You no, nah, absolutely football. not. You yeah, had to beat right. them in the middle. You you beat them where. They have had a, a massive strength in the last few years, um, and uh, you know, and now and now Vossi gives himself COVID to maintain that hundred percent winning record because we got bro. the dogs this week, and that's going to be a toughie. That's, so a, that's a good. It's test. a sm- smart tactic from the coach. It's winning He's a genius, tactic. Man. Big yeah, yeah, he, IQ. 
it, nothing yeah. nothing below seventy five percent. I reckon he reckons. You know, in terms of win loss ratio. So he's going for that. Doesn't Chris want to get to fifty. Kinda, yeah, he wants that. Chris he wants Scott the kind of, uh, Record there. And he's, he's got a long way like, to come back from Brisbane days. So he's well, you know he's really got to take talk them all. About, we don't talk about that, Emil. This is a yeah. first time, first proper time coach, Michael Boss. <laughs> yeah. But he feels like he suits. He, I feel like he's found. I don't know. He's found his footing. He feels it feels right him at the Blues. Him in charge of of Carlton. I don't know something. Maybe he just looks good in navy blue. It might just yeah. come down to a simple fashion choice. But I oh, think man. it's more to do the fact that he's a dominant I, player in his day, one of the best. I think you'll also find that everyone looks better in navy blue. Um, it is a good. However, it is kind of true. It's a good color. It's flattering. Uh, yeah. However, yeah, you're right. Like it. it Suits the players we've got in our list. You know, you can see the improvement on the field, like the contested ball and, and, and believe it or not, a defensive structure, um, which, yeah. you know, is, uh, strangely enough, pretty important. Who pretty handy. Yeah, yeah it helps. It. Helps to have a good little team defense. Um, yeah, dude. And, and then I think some level of, I think that probably only comes from having a coach like a Voss who was that kind of player or, or maybe a revered coach, say, you know, a Clarkson who is revered for his coaching to be able to kind of motivate the the players to believe in order to be able to go again when things turn against them, like like we did on yeah. Thursday, you know. Yeah. I think with in similar circumstances under Teague or Bolton, yeah, sure, they, they believe the messaging, they work to the game plan, it all kind of works. But then when things turn against them and the momentum shifts and they lose, lose a bit of heart or faith, and I don't know if the same kind of fire and need to impress that person comes yeah, you out. you got a Brownlow medalist coaching you, right. who's one of the greats. Um, right. I think we don't see the best of Matt Kennedy unless we bring in someone like Voss and well, geez, we're seeing him shine. rewards, right? Like a Absolutely. few people put up career numbers, him him particularly. He was like, what, best on ground pretty much? Or he got like best on ground kind of stats. I mean, or with him, those him three three goals, Cripper will get the, the Brownlow yeah. votes. Oh, true. No Paddy kicked three, he, didn't he? Not two. He yeah. did, yeah. That's, well, that's immense. Um, kind of awesome for him as well because I know definitely not you. You're not one of these supporters at all. But there was definitely some fans and people who were like thought he was kind of cooked for a bit there, um, just because he had injuries. And people have sh- such short memories with with dominant players. They're they're so good for a period of time. He literally carried your team on his shoulders for a, a few years, and then had a bit of a, a rough eighteen months during COVID and having injuries. And people forget so quickly. They want to write you off, which is uh, unfortunately the way of the world. But he came back with a bang. <laughs> and, yeah. Look at the same goes with Dangerfield, for instance, this week. With oh, that, man. That, that game against uh, uh, Cats. Essendon. Jeez. They well, were, oh, man. How about well, this? What, tell what, me, sorry, tell one, you yeah, go, you go. Well, I was, I was literally going to say, give me, tell me your like favorite moment or couple of moments oh, from the Blues last, game. Last thing about the Blues game before we move on was that it felt awesome because that didn't feel like our best, you know? Like I could see yeah. so many things that, uh, you know, a room for improvement, like the turnovers, like I think they picked a slightly tall team in many respects. So uh, Richmond were able to kind of waltz it out of their D50 too easily because we were a bit top heavy, um, which I think that, that, I don't know, we'll see. It Obviously it worked on the night and you'll change for your opponent, but I think that that's something that we'll be discussing through the year um, in terms of Carlton team selection. So like that was probably the most impressive thing. It's like, oh no, we found a way and then we turned it on and we had a period where we looked real good. Um, but there's still lots to be done to kind of get more improvement out of this. And suddenly we've got depth. Like I went to watch the twos before 
some of the twos game before um, the the main fixture, and and they dominated. They were up by a hundred points at three quarter time. Like Dude. that's the other thing that makes me worried about Richmond is that their depth is clearly no longer there, or, or I don't know something. So fast. Well, I think it's just that you're teams. on top for so long, and everyone comes comes yeah, for they you. Pick for they your, lose their yeah. players. Yep, they pick your your, your pick the eyes players. out of the club. Who yeah. can't get games? Who are still quality players? So you lose those good players coming through. Wow, that's yeah. that's something though. That's dominant. That does show a lot when you're losing in the twos like that, and the ones and twos, ones and twos. All right, all right, babies. Um, what are the games from the round? Uh, let's just talk about a couple yeah, of them. Like, recap. Well, let's go yeah. as you kind of alluded to just before the dominance of uh, one Paddy Dangerfield and his yeah. old old cats who Danger still have the claws, baby. Man. They still got their claws, and uh, I think I had them coming in eighth, like just scraping into the eighth. But you know, I had them outside my eighth. usual, I feel like, silly. You got egg on that face. I can see it. Oh, cat egg all over my face. <laughs> oh, yeah, cats eggs. <laughs> Disgusting. How did that uh, even get there? Yeah, we don't like that. But it's there and they look good. Um, they pretty disappointing for Essendon, um, but maybe not that surprising. We both kind of speculated they might have one of those little dips and they're mm. still a young side. Didn't um, anticipate that though. That was No, that was that's poor. St. Kilda-esque, my friend. That's... Uh, that's that's disappointing. It was a and again. It was the mid the points. midfield was one of them. Like that we Smash knew they were undermanned the in the forward line. We knew that. Yeah. Um. We, you know, but the middle, like they had most of their first choices available, except for except for right. um, Stringer. So what? Yeah, and he only pinched in the middle there? anyway. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, it's grim for them. It might, hopefully, it's just a bad a bad L in round one, and they can get their stuff together because they're not that bad a team. But to lose by nearly seventy points against Geelong at the MCG in round one is not ideal. But for Geelong, it's bloody party time because they and, keep on doing defying the odds and playing good oh, football and being contenders. <laughs> it looks man, like they're they, going to do it again. Like they look, you know, they I, look refreshed. They, they are challenging Isaac Newton's laws because it seems that gravity <laughs> and time <laughs> does not apply to them. Finally someone's doing it. Finally someone's challenging. It's about time. Yep. Rewrite the history books. Rewrite the science books because this example of the Geelong Cats. Yeah. And look, maybe there's there a bit say, of there's a, they're doing their own research, man. Oh, with dude. the whole gravity they, thing. They really are. They're not sold on it. No, 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 no. no. There yeah. are many ways of looking at that. Actually, um, yeah. if in fact if you are upside down, then the apple falls up. So yeah. you know, think about you tell that. Me. You tell Listener. me. Um, <laughs> but there is a little bit of the like Collingwood St Kilda about that game in that Geelong. Clearly, and you know, they obviously changed their game plan quite a lot in the off season. We're playing a whole different style, so maybe there's a certain amount of um, Essendon weren't prepped for that Geelong Cats playing that way. And it was aggressive, then wasn't it? It, was it got away from them quick. Yeah, quick as. And then and, we, um, we know what happens. Yeah, party time. It's when it's party all time. You can you can kick goals from the center square like Dangerfield when you when sure. it's all going well, right? Um, Tom Tomahawk can just monster. Ever like, and the so other good. thing that's un, like, I don't know, I know a lot of people talk about it, but it's something that strikes me whenever I spend a bit of time watching the cats. And like, not only is his forward craft elite, obviously, but his forward ruck craft is oh, elite, yeah. also. Like, you, you get an advantage when the ball's in your forward 50 and he's rucking because he does things that are just not conventional in terms of ruck and, and just smart in terms of goal sense. It's, yeah, ah, oh, dude, like, and, and he's more. He's he's stronger than most ruckmen, which is unusual. But he's got a better leap, and he's more mobile than most. So they might have a little bit of height on him, but he's wily enough to maneuver yeah. himself into position and 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 win that ball 
most of the time. It's so impressive, man. He is, isn't he? And he, he's just, he'll push you out of the way with his bulky, old school boxer looking body. <laughs> And he will throw down <laughs> the gauntlet to you and grab the ball out of the ruck and a lot of the time either set someone up for a goal or just kicks a goal himself, which it feels like underage. It feels like he's a kid who hit puberty early and mm. in his, in like uh, in high school and he's able to just kind of push the other kids around. Yeah, and like, or is know, the kid who's been held back a year and yeah, he's yeah. just thick Tom Hawkers and needs to work right. on his maths and Come his on, English. Mate. <laughs> Yeah, but he, but can he can add up. 40, he, he, mate. His six times tables are real good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he can add plus one onto anything. But <laughs> you know, he he knows he doesn't need his maths or English because he's going to be. Or the only maths he'll need is counting those fat checks when he gets this big, <laughs> big contract for playing footy, <laughs> cracking skulls. Yeah, right. Um, exactly. Yeah. Count he's the actually, cows. Sort of. He's actually a. Oh, that's right. He's a dairy farmer. He's a dairy, he? dairy farmer. A dairy fam. Him and Ben Cunnington. Mm-hmm. Good boys. Good boys, um, good country boys. It was country around, and the country team won, and so it uh, all was right in the universe. <laughs> As it should be. That's it. Yeah, but he's actually not the dumbest bloke on the field, to be honest. He's no, pretty, he's absolutely he's pretty not. smart, so he's, he's also just, got he's that. He's just big and strong, and so you think he might be dumb, but he ain't. Yeah, <laughs> but he's pretty compassionate and quite intelligent. So good on him and good on good the on Cats. Good they on deserve him. another win. They deserve they another 10 years of finals. <laughs> <laughs> Now, what other games yeah. happened over the weekend? Uh, all right, right, right. Uh, the opening plenty. game was pretty interesting. Big flex yeah. from the Ds. Uh, yep. Inability, I think. Uh, there's a stubbornness Betr- from the Bulldogs, which I yeah. thought was a bit dumb, honestly. Not, not tagging Matraka and then not and, and just going yeah. again with the same game plan, basically, and also not moving um, Libba into the midfield. Not necessarily to tag Petrarca even, but they were getting smashed at contestable and clearances. And that's his specialty. And the one Is he running center, a far back? He was running in the forward line, man. He's playing oh, like a like a little like a forward pocket and didn't touch it much. And the one time he went into the middle, he won the clearance. So like yeah. Interesting. I don't know. it blew my mind. Um, actually. Petrarca just and, kind of picked up from where he left off, right? Norm Smith is the last game in a GF and then mm. was the dominant player on the night among a few dominant players uh, from Melbourne, but he was the guy. Yeah. Um, Losing Salem's going to hurt, um, but if any team can cover it, it's the Ds at the moment. So Yeah. They're, you know. they're, they're the, the hot favourites, and they should be, shouldn't they? Yeah, they, they didn't. The, they look like the best t- side over the weekend because the, they looked the real good. aren't easy beats. But uh, no. no, that was... Um, yeah, good game. Jeez, it feels like an eternity ago, the Wednesday does, game, doesn't it? Does. it? My Lord. Oh, and the other, one other thing about that is don't play Sharky as a forward. He looked oh, all right looked as a defender, but bad. he looks awful in the that forward guy's, line. That guy's a number two pick, man. Like, oh, I know no. we get rinsed and killed it for a few of our bad picks, you know. Sure. Like, one of them who played for the Sydney Swans on the weekend and actually looked pretty good. And well which done I'm very him. happy for. I truly yeah. am. I, I, I wouldn't want anything other than his success. I do like watching brothers in a back line. It's great. It is good. Uh, it's always fun, isn't it? But, um, you know, I know we get bashed for a lot of those poor picks, but bloody just Shaggy, mate, number two. Gosh, number he's two. been a bust. Huge bust. Yeah, I mean, he, the best he can the best he can do from now on is play as a kind of tall defender, I reckon. I don't think there's anything much more for him to, to, in his what career, a, which is considering what a sh- where he projected it. Yeah, real pity. And we can you pick know. up like Harris Andrews for like pick 40s and 50s and you, where you get guys yeah. like that every now and then who are amazing defenders from, you know, deep in the draft. Um, but, you know, well, good luck to Joshua. Hey, I'm going to do something really unprofessional. Go put my phone on the charger because I'm hotspotting for it because oh. my internet sucks because I live in Australia. I'll be right back. All right, all right, all right. Um, okay, I went to four games on the weekend, and I tell you, the the staffing at the MCG, like I know 
a lot of people will have talked about this already and it's like a pretty boring topic in some ways, but I got a little different take on it that I want to kind of reference. And in, I'm it. not, I'm not annoyed about the staffing shortages per se. I ain't annoyed at the staff cause they're just trying their best and they look like rabbits in the headlights. The thing that annoys me is that in the off season, Delaware North took the contract for the MCG. <laughs> now you might've seen a few things like, you know, crust pizza are out or, or fucking, I don't know, subway are out of G and then Guy Grossi's coming, whatever. Sure. But the main, like the bricks and more to the nuts and bolts food and beverage handling is going to Delaware North company, right? They've got a long history of coming into places, gutting them of, of senior staff running on a skeleton crew at minimal pay and, and ruining the experience. And this is exactly what they've done at the MCG. They came in. The first thing they do is offer everyone a 15% pay cut in the middle of a, in the middle of a, in a labor crisis when it comes to hospitality workers. What do you think they're all going to do? Go off and get better jobs elsewhere because absolutely why wouldn't you? Wow, so they're going to hide man. it in a smoke screen of COVID saying that this is the reason why we're short-staffed. Everyone's short-staffed. No, bullshit. This is, this is fucked from the AFL, not only to sign with Delaware North, who clearly they – offered a lot like a, a big pay cut on the amount of money that we're going to have to pay for the for the food and beverage services but to give their tacit support for this fucking crime basically well not a crime but this this is awful awful industrial um industrial move by delaware north to come in like that and do what they did it, it's it's appalling and i don't think yeah, they're gonna like I said, they're gonna hide it behind the smoke screen of COVID, but it's not that. Don't be fooled. Damn, it's I, because they came in and gutted the staff. Yeah, I hadn't heard that at all. That's shocking. Is someone who's buddy who's mates with someone down at Delaware to uh, get that across the line with a shocking rep like that? Like, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. Um, that sucks. Hate anyway. that. Did you felt it as well? You felt oh, like, mate. Ooh, they're understaffed and this they're is understaffed. They were young and they they clearly had were completely inexperienced. They were lacking lacking senior leadership behind the bars and and everywhere. Like for instance, behind the bar we, footage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they needed a bit of behind the, the bar footage. We were like fifteen deep at the bar at one point, and it took us about half an hour to get to the front to get served. But once we got there, there was no one. It wasn't like in that norm in that setting normally. You'd have one person just racking draft after draft after draft after draft, you know, mm. r racking up the beers and just then, you know, one person on the register and then one person running them between, running between the two. They had, they, there was none of that. There were just, just kids in there kind of serving one person, walking to the taps, oh, pouring the painful. drinks, kind of walking from the tap oh, and, God, one, and bumping painful. into one another oh. and then getting the bink, drinks to you <laughs> oh, no, and then asking for your details and then going to find the F-Boss <laughs> machine, which was elsewhere, and then coming back with the F-Boss machine. Oh, it was just, wow. It, this is painful to hear. It wasn't, it was teething problems, sure, but- that round comes one because you fire well you effectively fire all of your senior staff yeah they're not gonna ashamed. stick around for 15 percent pay cuts in no. a, in this time that sucks emil i heard mm. a few people mention separately that it was all a bit of a shamble and i was putting it down to round one fumbles you know yeah. we're all trying to get it together in round one but uh it sounds like there's a more nefarious reason behind i'm that. just trying i just want to point the blame squarely at where it's deserved yeah I'll remember the name, Delaware something. <laughs> <laughs> we hate the state of Delaware. Ah, fucking Delaware again. Dogs. Uh, all right, right. But, one, one or two more games from the weekend, maybe? Yeah, what uh, else was a standout? We saw, uh, oh, 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 the, the Sydney Derby, game. Baby. Yeah, Ooh. cool. I'm glad we landed on the Ooh. same one at the same time because yeah. that was probably the best game of the round. The punch on of Parramatta. Yeah, that's baby. What they, that's what they're calling it now, I hear. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> the Blacktown Biffo. Heavy hitters out there, baby. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's nice. The mm -hmm. hometown. Uh, Homebush? Homebush. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. 
near there anyway, a bit further out. But <laughs> home gee, bush bashing. Home bush bashing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and bush bashing was was had, was done. Yeah, um, what a game. By the Swans to the Giants. Jeez, it was like, it was a cracker of a game. It Good was um, probably the best game. Great skills on both sides. There was the whole buddy subplot from him trying to kick a bag, which, you know, Sam Taylor said it last week. He's probably going to have a Guernsey, a, a jacket on at the end of the season that has AA stitched into it. And um, he's not an alcoholic, so no, you do the math. No, no, that's right. You figure out the acronym. Um, he kept him to one goal, or him and uh, actually bloody Phil, Phil Davis, Davis did. Phil yeah, Davis. Phil Davis wore him like a jacket. To be honest, yeah, he bloody did a perfectly <laughs> tailored a Sam Taylor fit. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, um, it was very good. Phil turned back the clock. To be honest, yeah, he, he wore did. a vintage Sam Taylor jacket and he wore it to perfection on Buddy because he Man. bloody kept him to barely any influence. It was impressive from him. Sometimes um, everything that's old is new again, and that's certainly how it yeah. looked. Yeah, man, it was a good yeah. game. And, and um, whoa, Luke Parker. Whoa. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, and just like the whoa. Swans, you know, maybe I got I might have got the Essendon tip right where maybe they're going to fall a little bit this year, a little dip. Yeah. But I don't know if the Swans will. No, which I agree. Is, that, that <laughs> they looked, they looked that real. really good. Yeah, and their yeah, young yeah. players, uh, they look like they've got just a straight up, um, exponential line of just mm-hmm. improvement. I don't feel. I don't think there's any dips there. You can't buy stock in Sydney because you've already missed the boat. <laughs> yeah, um, and it was a ferry, and up. it's gone. <laughs> yeah, it's off the Manly already. Yeah, ah. um, yeah they looked really good. Um, gr- you know, I think it just came down to God. There were so many good things about that game. I'm trying to mm-hmm. recall it all. Tom Green was Tom beast. Green. First Big quarter beast. was just fucking dominant. Um, T Green, so good you wanted two of them in the team. And yeah. if they'd had two T Greens, who knows? Might have been a different result. Reading the tea leaves here, I reckon Ooh, yeah. they would have The been, green tea leaves. The green tea leaves. Fuck, mm-hmm. it was right there in front yeah, of me, dude. Jeez, it's an easy COVID fog. It's my COVID uh, fog. It's, uh, a, it's yeah. my brain, my long COVID. Um, Surprise you're still here. Delaware North offered us both 15% less. So it's really <laughs> I good of us to show I thought it was a good deal. Um <laughs> Yeah, geez, man, he's he's hurting them. He's hurting them so much from from that six week suspension, Toby, because they forward line is the obvious issue, and every Giants fan knows this. I think everyone kind of knows this. Like mm. they they are struggling in the forward line, big time. Um, no Hogan and no well, the big one, no Green. Um, but geez, might have got the win if he was in the team. But GWS, I mean, sorry, Sydney just finished better. They were yeah. just finishing. They're in that annoying – you watch it as a fan and if you're going for the Giants, you're watching the Giants kind of squander their chances in the last quarter and just miss a few goals and a few opportunities. And then you've got Parker and a few others and these young guys just dobbing goals from from every which way and they, they just capitalise. And then, you know, the rest is history. Um, very good game though. It was really entertaining and it was, it was a battle all the way till the end. Hell yeah. Uh, one last thing I want to talk about about the, this week's games before we get into the uh, the tips and yeah. preview for for this weekend next yes. weekend's um, that spoil that spoil oh, in the Frio Adelaide game amazing it's one of the best defensive things I've ever seen that was amazing that was awesome you better believe I watched that live as I watched oh. pretty much every single game live Ooh, and most that was a most that was a good finish a really to a game great game you. yeah because yeah, Frio kind of froze for about 30, 40 minutes and hadn't scored yeah. a goal for a long time and Joshua Shelley kicked five on debut Joshua Shelley. that's another thing to mention. Debuts mm-hmm. for days. Big Some debut. of the best debuts we've seen, like yep. in a while. Like uh, Jack Hayes, Nick, whatever his name was from Nick uh, Essendon. Martin kicked Martin. five and yep. had a 
dominant game. Obviously, Dacos, which everyone's talked about. Dacos, yeah. And Horn Francis Josh, had a good Francis debut, kicked good. a good goal. Yeah, yep. Josh Rochelle, obviously, get five goals. And my man, Jack Hayes, oh. with the most St. Kilda name of all time, had Indeed. a stat that I've rolled out a few times because it's the only positive thing about the game. But the he was the number one ranked player on the ground. Um, and it was the first time that's happened since 2011 that a debutante has been the highest ranked player on the ground. So he kind of lit the park up in that third quarter and was just doing everything. And it was blowing my little fucking COVID mind. Delicious. Um, me? Oh yeah. Uh, and, oh, and one last shout out to one last debutante. Uh, what's his name? That young defender from the Tigers who, uh, Gibkiss who, who slotted right in seamlessly He's into good. their defense. Their tall defenders were really good on the night and kept our, Tall forwards to one goal between them. So yeah, wow. Gibkiss is another one to watch. And defenders don't often get the credit. So no, they don't. He looks great, well doesn't he? he? I couldn't he... even remember his fucking name. Yeah, yeah. big ticks for Gibkiss. JG, <laughs> not an yeah, easy. That doesn't roll for tongue very easy. We'll think of something else later on. Yeah. Um, all right, all right, all right. Round two, round two, round two. Here we go. Uh, it's the COVID. It's the COVID Blues taking on the uh, the West End Bullfrogs, the Bulldogs at Marvel. The Dome, under the Dome on Thursday night at 7.20. No, you love a Thursday night game, you blues. Love a Thursday night game? Yeah. Virtual day. Well, you know. It's um, very, very close to your heart. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, um, like that clean air, like that fresh air, and uh, nothing's fresher than the air under the Dome. (laughs) Um, Especially when you've got 40,000 screaming fans. I reckon, man, this this, this could be a... this could be Still a bigger turnout the than the um. Raise yeah, this could be a bigger turnout than the. Oh, I hope so. Blow the roof. I off. love it when the roof's open. Yeah. Ralph, when Ralph's got his yawning more wide lifted to the heavens. Yeah. This is Ralph the roof. <laughs> I didn't way. know that's his name. Yeah, is he's got a really? Twitter account. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ralph the oh roof. Oh my it's a god, thing. I was so lost. I was. Just you thought I'd slipped into my D and D podcast there for a minute? Yeah. No, I get you. It's all good. Yeah, we're cool. We do podcasts. Yeah, we do multiple podcasts. I got varied interests. So what? What are you gonna do about it? Still me. That's another character from his D and D podcast. Yeah. Uh, right on, right on. Um, so uh, this one, uh, look, we're 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 Mate. a real chance here. Um, yeah. Voss or no Voss, I reckon. Um, we got Ashley Hansen, who was a big, who was uh, one of their senior assistants, come to us as now our senior assistant, and is coaching bit us for IP, the game. Baby. Um, bit uh, of IP. Um, they are they are undermanned in the forward line. We have solid defence. They are undersized in the back line. We have tall offense. You do the maths. Yeah. Um, no, their their midfield is W. Nichols W. Maybe um, the midfield is going to be where it's won or lost, and that'll be very interesting because they have speed in the midfield. We have contested like ball winning ability, but they have speed. So if they uh, if they get on a run and they are good under the roof, um, so then you know then all power to them. Well done to them. But um. If we start getting our hands on the footy and we can apply the kind of pressure that you need to apply to the Bulldogs in order to kind of um, take it to them, I give us a red-hot chance. Uh, and you know what? Seeing when you're winning, uh, I can't tip against my team after last week. So, yep. <sighs> yeah, baby. Go Blues. I'm tipping on form as well, man. And uh, and you guys looked really great in the Doggies 
didn't look their best. And I think because of the uh, the maths that you laid out to me before, I don't know about you or Tom Hawkins, but I was pretty solid at maths <laughs> and that equals a W to me. So I'm also tipping your blue baggers to get to make it two and oh, which would oh, be that. rare air already this, for, for the blue baggers to start the season. Sounds like an AFLW season. What's going on? Yeah, maybe. We emphasis on the W, my friend. Oh, Wins. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, right. Blues for us both in, yeah. a, in an upset, in what would be a sizable upset if you follow the market. Um, yeah, interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Friday night uh, up at the SCG uh, for Buddy's maybe 100,000th goal. He'd have to kick Buddy four of them. He only kicked one last week. He might only kick another one. Uh, it's the Red Hot Cats taking on the also pretty Red Hot, but also with a bit of white swans. Uh the SCG. This one's tough to pick, but this one's real tough to pick. Yeah, this is hard, mate. Uh, there's a few tough ones. What'd you get last week, by the way? You got seven. Seven and I got nine seven. Because I changed my tip last minute with that those little COVID hawks. Um, yeah, yeah, when, when right, I saw the COVID true. had come through the Hawthorne team, I, I, I dashed to the line and changed my tip with about an hour to go before I you know, was, wasn't able to and changed to North. Anyway, more on that a bit later. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tough one to tip, man. I, um, I think, I think I'm going to go the Swans cause I disrespected them last week a little bit and I don't want to do the same thing again. You shouldn't yeah. tip out of like, uh, you know, to make up for it from last week, but Hey, I'm that a, was so good. I, I don't always tip. With the smartest reasons in mind, you know? Sometimes yeah, it's you're with the a heart. heart head guy. And right now That's it's it. leaning on the heart. Yeah, yeah, I think that, God, this is a tough one. I also, I'm strictly the home ground advantage, I think, here for the Swans. And, mm. you know, they're going to want They're going to want that buddy party going. And if it starts to get into party territory, um, they will let it rip. Um, if he, Imagine if he kicks kicks his four, if he gets <sighs> a thousand. It would be pretty awesome. I don't know Amazing. if he will. It's, a, it's pretty hard to kick four against the cats they're very much so i'm gonna tip sydney as well man but it's freaking hard well after the way geelong played it is hard but i think we we both know that sydney will provide a lot sterner opposition than essendon were able to in the week yeah that's right yeah let's see how they let's see how they go under pressure in a in a non in a in a different state yeah that's right Good luck to you. Cats Show don't you travel know. well, mate. If you try to take a cat somewhere yeah. in a half, like five oh, minutes, they, they don't like it. it. Those carriers, it's really yeah. even hard to get in them, let alone yeah. further than that. They throw gonna... up a bit. They shit themselves. Not good. <laughs> yeah, Not and they got to go on a plane. That plane's yeah. dangerous. Yeah, I think that uh, I think Sydney will win. Yeah, I reckon this could be game of the round. Very good chance. I'll be 145. 145 on Saturday mm. afternoon at the G. Arvo fixture, Collingwood mm. versus the Crows in another tough tip, but yep. uh, based on, oh, geez, it's tough. I'm just, yeah. again, home ground Previous advantage. Form, home ground. Sit with They're Collingwood. Both the pies. They Let's should be around on. similar, similar <laughs> kind of skill set. Yep. Yeah, no, uh, I agree. Developing sides, yeah. both got a lot of so- positive signs, but like at, at the G and Collingwood mm-hmm. played really well. I reckon they'll keep it up and go yeah. to an O as well. Collingwood, Carlton, Ooh, top of the ladder. That'll hurt. That'll hurt. Four thirty-five under the dome, under the roof. It's the Bombers taking on the Lions. Bombers would want to show something. They'd want to show up first and foremost. I can tell them where it is. It's at Wurundjeri Way uh, near Burke Street. You can get a train to Southern Cross. Get off there. There's a very convenient walkway. You can get right along there. It's really easy to get to the ground. So you clearly you lost your way. Couldn't get your directions to the G last week. But I'm hoping you'll be able to make it to Marvel Stadium. Although I'm tipping the Lions. Yeah, Lions are a good side. That was it's also easy as well. You game. get a sky bus from yeah. the airport. It was nice. Lions, yeah, they don't even have to 
touch foot on, on the grounds of anywhere else around Melbourne. They can just go straight to Marvel. You get the sky pass from the airport and then walk over that aforementioned great piece of infrastructure, that bridge, the footbridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also think Brisbane are a strong side. They're going to go very deep this year. They had a good win against Port as well, just touching on their that win. Was a good, really that was a good finals-like game. Yeah, they, they look like a bunch of hard men playing football. Two sides who really wanted to win it and, and kind of wanted to hurt each other as well in the yeah, process. it was tough. Yeah. I like Brisbane and they'll, mm-hmm. they'll win again on the weekend. I, agreed. Uh, and they've got to win these games if they're really yeah, going to be exactly. a top four threat. 100%. Uh, Adelaide Oval, first home game for the year for the Power, um, taking on the Hawks and it should be pretty comprehensive for the Haw- uh, for Power. Yep. Now, just a one one little thing on Hawthorne from last week. I, oh, yeah. you know, I, I've changed my tip, but you know, they've, they've showed a lot and I've got, I was, I was, I probably uh, like, I put them right towards the bottom of my ladder. Um, Me too, man. You know, and I think I, th- I stopped to think about it today. I was like, hang on, they got, they got Amira, they got Mitchell, they got Big Boy McAvoy, they got. Uh, they got game winners. They still got. Yeah, they got Sicily. Like they got Gunston. They got Gunston and Shields and Bruce. Bruce. Like, they know how to win games of football. They're a good for CJ is emerging. Like they're yeah, they're good. gonna be. They're all right. They're gonna yeah, be they're, all right. They're going all right. Hey, I'm with you, man. I kind of reassessed that over the you know after watching them and. I think I, that was a that was a heart tip. Probably being. wanted them to be down the bottom more yeah. than in in actuality. So they, look, they're probably not going to play finals because it's so hard to fit teams in the finals. Like I very much doubt that, but they they probably won't be stuck to the bottom like I thought they might be this year. Which kind of kills me that Sam Mitchell is just a big fucking winner and comes around and just wins <laughs> and just wins everywhere, everything and wins all the time. Which you know me sitting goes to have a kid house. has two. What? Yeah, of course, one again. Uh, twins. Oh, <sighs> God, can't stop winning. You know, but that was. <laughs> Mainly just me sitting here in my wet, damp house with no hot water with COVID just being salty at someone who wins all the time. And I was copping L's. But, uh, yep, I think in this instance, Sam is going to cop his first L as a coach and mm-hmm. they're going to lose to Port in Adelaide. Agreed. Are we in lockstep? We are, we are in lockstep thus well, far. We, I love your opinions on football, mm-hmm. my friend. You're, you're such a smart footy guy. You're, in, I don't know, I I, you're incredible. So succinct, so, so apt, so on point. On point. Speaking of on point, those impressive sons who uh, picked themselves up after the Eagles threw everything at them that they could. That was impressive from a like a, obviously a second string Eagles lineup, but they they made them work for it. I reckon they would have gone gone into that game kind of going, we can we can knock these off. We just need to be physical. We need to be hard at it. We need to take it to them. We can. Yep. They'll wilt. They'll wilt in the sun. Well, don't they know? Yeah, the fools. sun makes them stronger. Yeah, that's their power, idiots. And vitamin uh, D. They love it. They do love it, and they looked good as we predicted. Predicted this one last week. You're right. I reckon West Coast they they use that to kind of inspire them. That's pretty fun. If you're reading the news, the media as a second fiddle West Coast player, you're like, well, here's my. I've been in the shadows this time. Here's my chance to you know state my claim and and try and break into this team in the ones. And it was it was a, a good effort. But Gold Coast they start strong when the sun's out. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know what do you reckon about this one though? Melbourne. I mean, look, the premiers. So it gives them a great test. Doesn't it? Like, yeah. and there's no. It's a real free hit for the Suns. First game at home. Yeah. They've they've just had a very like uh, heartening win over in the West. They're going to feel confident and happy, and and they're going to be uh, they're going to be keen to show the rest of the AFL that they're they that they are deserving of being in the conversation for finals. Yeah. Not many people actually believe that, but uh, they'll be very keen to kind of to show that that's what they think of themselves. And I reckon yeah. they're gonna. Right, I reckon they're gonna play really well. I reckon they're gonna play well, but they'll lose. So yeah. demons, yeah. Tight loss to the days. I'm with you. 
Sunday. Still in lockstep, by the way. Love that. Sunday, 110. I think we're going to stay. Oh, I think quite we're possible stay in lockstep, my friend. Quite, quite possible. Will. Marvel Stadium under the roof. Uh, it's the Ruse in a home game against the West Coast Eagles. Um, See, I don't. Gee, yeah, I don't. Do the, they get the Ruse? Yeah, no, they get. A, they get. I think they maybe get one or two. I can't remember exactly who. Teams yeah. are obviously going to be announced later in the week. Yeah. Um, Maybe Tim but Kelly, they, he had COVID, so he's probably good by the Yeah, end, that's right. Well, but who knows, if, man? Yeah, if on. they bring that level of effort, the Eagles will win because, uh, you know, Kangas, it was good to watch their kids and and watch them play. There was a lot of nice little passages to play, but there was just too much uh, poor execution, a, lot of a little, little fumbly, um, and, and a bit of like drifting in and out of quarters as a team. Um, now, they, they'll improve through the year, but I, I don't know. I think that the Eagles are a bit too mature. There's some big bodies too, there. Yeah, there's a bit too much leadership on the list there for them to kind of not win this game, I reckon. Yeah. I'd love see, to see the Ruse win, but I'm back in oh the Eagles. God, see, maybe maybe I'll I'll misstep here because I'm so okay. bullish. I feel like I'm so bullish on North and like bearish on Hawthorne, but I might need to like reassess those things after the weekend. And as we just alluded to before with Hawthorne, maybe being not as bad and maybe North still are in that journey. They were wooden spooners for the first time ever last year in their history. So I'll do it again though, Millie. I'm gonna do I'm it. gonna I'm gonna break form and, and give them a, another crack at home. Um, well, if, they, if they don't win this one, then what's their next, what's their next, uh, where's, where's the next one coming? Yeah. There aren't many teams who are much more beatable. That. Yeah. There yeah, aren't many teams that are much beatable, more beatable than the Eagles at the moment. Especially yeah, Eagles away deck, from home. So. Exactly. Eagles away from home with like half their list out, you know, barely got a team to, barely got enough players to choose from. Like that's the time yeah. to, to beat this side. So Gold Coast beat them at home when Gold Coast have never won over there or maybe even never beaten them before. So mm. this is the time to beat them, but it's hard. It's hard to tip. Yeah, look, Rolly, thanks for inviting me to your wedding. Love yeah, you, but I'm sorry. I'm going to tip the Eagles. I'm sorry. I love you even more than Emil does because I'm yeah, going to tip Emil Rolly's. Much more, <laughs> apparently. Jeez. Um, 320 out of the G. Uh, Tigers and Giants. Ooh, yeah. in the gr- I think this will be – this could be the game that, that the Giants – they would have penciled this one in. They will probably always pencil this one in post that grand final. Yeah, in cap in caps when yeah. they run in. They, ch- they 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 draw a circle around it in charcoal. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> Giant <laughs> circle. Yeah. Um, I think the Giants are going to beat the Tigers. Me too. They they I think they match up pretty well against them. I'm thinking over previous years and even when Richmond have been really solid, I feel like the Giants go well against them and. Oh, the Giants lost to a really good side in Sydney, and it was you know only a few moments here and there that really decided that game. And you know, I think that Richmond didn't look anywhere near their best um, and got pumped out of the midfield by the Blues. And I think the midfield is where the fucking Giants are good. Yep. So I think the Giants will win. I reckon you agree with me. I do there. I do there, but I don't think the Tigers are quite as good as we'd thought they would be this year. They still will be. Maybe you know in the finals conversation or at least eighth shapers. Yeah, but the Giants, chat. the Giants after that game on at Sydney against Sydney, like we we under, we both underestimated Sydney, but we didn't yes. underestimate the Giants. We no. think we're, we're both good. fans yeah. of the Giants. We think they're good. They're going to yeah. be hard to beat this yep. year, and uh, they're going to come out stinging yep. as will the Tigers. But they've got a bit more in the tank. The Giants, I reckon, big time. Yep, I think so. Um, I didn't have them in my eight either. I th- oh, this is this is playing to. to Exactly as I planned, exactly <laughs> as I planned. Even with the Saints' loss, you know, it's like a hard road. You've gained hard it. You've done the ladder predictor in every which way. Yeah, every a variation. lot of time. A lot of time Ooh. over the weekend. 
<laughs> and uh, Giants. Okay, last game. Six twenty p.m. Oh, Broadway, baby. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Over in the West. Yuck! It's this... the Dockers' first home game of the season wow. against uh, against the Saints Dan of the Kilda. East versus the Saints of the West. <laughs> Who's going to lose it first? Uh, well, look, if this if the Dockers are as inaccurate as they have been of late, mm-hmm. then I give the Saints a big chance of this. Because mm. if the Saints have got, if the Saints get a couple of sniffs. Then they're the kind of team that could run over the top of you. And That's what we do. Yep. That is what you know. I could see it. And if the Dockers leave the door open, mm. then I, I, I back the Saints to rush through it and mm. uh, you know chuck their foot in the door, wedge their way through it, you know, punch a dog. I don't know. We, it's possible. It's hope. possible. Yeah. Um, they're going to really want to respond, uh, but I still think this is the Dockers. I just got to go on form, and I think yep. this is the Dockers. One to lose, and it's at home. So I'm going to pick the Dockers, but I do think there's a really good chance here for the Saints. Yeah, absolutely. We should be competing, but after last week, it's very hard to tip St Kilda, even as a diehard fan. Like it, I'm, I'm under no illusions, and we didn't look great. So, and I watched the Freo game, and you know they have similar. I call them St Kilda of the West for a reason. Like they had a big thirty odd minute lull where they didn't kick a goal, and it wasn't very good, and they were yep. losing to Adelaide, they and gassed. then they. Came back with a momentum shift, much like we did in the third quarter against Collingwood. Very similar kind of games, and they were able to get over the line with some pretty clutch play from Heath Chapman, I think his name was, the guy who spoiled that. That's that right, point. it was. Um, but I think Frio at home, they're still hard to beat over there. Or well, we don't have a great record over there against any of the WA sides. Last game of last year, we beat them by about 40-odd points when they were playing for their finals, mm. West Coast, uh, Frio. Mm-hmm. But in classic, you know, loser mentality, St Kilda, we have, we're able to win when it doesn't matter and we lose when it matters. And Frio kind of did the same thing. So they were playing for their finals and they couldn't put it together. And sure. we weren't playing for anything and we played great football, which is real cool when it doesn't matter. But <laughs> love that. So love this that. week when it does matter, we will probably choke and they might do the same. So as I said, who's going to lose first? But I think Frio are going to beat us in four. I, I dare say they'll have Fife back as well. Which... Yeah, and Darcy is touching Darcy, yeah, So they're talking massive. about Fife and Darcy and if they're in, we're losing that game. So right. let's see how it goes. But uh, Yeah, look. Uh, look, I'm setting the battle low, merely. So, Happy uh, football to you, but uh, thanks, you'll be mate. out of isolation and uh, going about your business. Yep. And uh, I wish you all the best. Thanks, mate. And thanks, listeners, for you know getting back on, around us this year. Fourth a t- year. A tight 57 minutes. Yep, just under the hour as per usual, as you've all come to expect from us. A tight 57. Um, we'll be catching you next week to debrief the round and do the usual fun things together. Thanks for mm. listening. Enjoy your footy and fuck Delaware North. <laughs> we hate Delaware North. Ooh, Delaware North. Ooh.